So you said your kid had night terrors as well? It was horrible. What what would, would the baby? Yeah. Like as a baby? What, yeah. So what would happen? What, how do you know? He would scream because uh, when I put him like in my, my arms, I would hug my kid. It wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. So I, it's like he, he wasn't listening to me. Yeah. So he would scream and scream and scream like crazy. And there's nothing I could do. I just have to wait. Yeah. And it took me a time to say, oh, this is not a nightmare. Because if you're in a nightmare, you wake up and yeah. it's okay. So he saw, it was horrible. She screamed, were his eyes closed? How old were you? No, talking? no, no. He was looking at me. Oh, God. I don't, it, I'm pretty sure like in the past, people think there's that's the devil, right? Sure, yeah, sure. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing were... you can do. You could talk to the kid. The kid's looking at you like, ah, screaming and screaming and looking at you like you're hugging. He doesn't let you hug him. And he grew out of it? it yeah. It went away? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah. must have been tough. He was possessed. Maybe he was. Sure. Maybe the devil just was Imagine like. Imagine back in the day, they, 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 they bring this, this fucking crazy baby to a priest, and he's like, oh, Jesus, what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll well, see. I imagine what's... Uh, Hard about that too is that you're like it doesn't have problem didn't happen every night. No, you didn't. So you're like if you have that problem, you're like no, trust me, he goes crazy sometimes. Like a parent, like yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's you got to catch him on the right night, you know. But can you imagine like before the medicine discovered all of that? Can you imagine how challenged it was? Like for a lot of different things that now are pretty easy to solve. Yeah. Like can you imagine before people discovered the C-section? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wait, I think but all is the there time. medicine for? Night terrors for children? No, there's no medicine, but oh. people know it's a night terror, so you know, oh. you just yeah, have yeah, to yeah. wait, yeah, you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. in the past, you see a kid screaming, you think, oh, he's, he's dying. Yeah. I thought about that when my dad, my dad had uh, uh, open heart surgery, mm-hmm. and they move an artery from the leg to the heart, and I just think about, the leg is definitely not the first place they went. First, they tried the shoulder. Yeah. They died. Yeah. They tried the eyeball. They were they're blind, and then Anything they died. Anything really close to, like, closer to the heart, they probably tried. They yeah. worked their way down. Um, you know, it's, uh, during na- Nazism, they did a lot of, like, crazy research. Sure. With Jewish people's bodies. Sure. And there's a huge discussion if... Uh, we are able to use those discoveries, you know, because it's completely like illegal. Oh, interesting. So there's a huge discussion in a medical community. If you, like they were tested how much you can get burned before you die. Oh my those little God. things, you know, they would test like they would try to put an arm from a guy to another guy's arm. They would do like those all of those crazy researches. So there was for a long time there was a discussion in the medical community if they could use those data. What if sure, you don't want your Nazis research. had discovered the cure for all cancers. <laughs> and we're like, we can't use no. it, though. No. Oh, we're in a real bind here. Because they, they have to, like, with a research paper, like, well, this was proven by Adolf yeah. Hitler. <laughs> yeah, um, he was the head doctor doing yeah, all these yeah. experiments. Uh, I feel like that's a perfect, oh, to get into our music, this is the downside. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With John Marco Cerezi. Welcome everyone to The Downside. This is a show where we celebrate the negatives. We we let ourselves complain. We let ourselves talk about the sad things like uh, the, the medical miracles discovered. <laughs> during the Holocaust. During the Holocaust. 
Um, uh, 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 my name is Jamarcus Razi. I'm here with my co-host Russell, Russell Daniels. Daniels, and we are joined today by stand-up comedian, uh, actor, writer, <clears throat> director Rafi Bastos. Thanks for inviting me, guys. I'm Thanks very happy to be here with you. Uh, it's it's very nice. We we met we met during the outdoor stand-up New York shows uh, during the COVID. It was before I never did the outdoors. You never did the outdoors? No, because I was in Brazil. My visa I wasn't allowed to be here during the pandemic. You uh, we met on the on the. On Gotham, on those Friday night shows that Millhouse oh. used to do, remember? Yes, in yes. In the second room, mm-hmm. I was watching you with my my wife, and uh, and the show was kind of difficult. But we were like, "Oh, look at this guy! He's pretty good, right?" She was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's pretty funny." So I you, do remember that now. Yes, yeah, I remember that. That was good. When COVID started, <laughs> I what? do remember when I was funny. <laughs> I was yes, funny. I, I, I do, I do remember. That day, that day, I remember. <laughs> I do remember being funny that day when. When COVID started, you were in Brazil, like in March? I was here. You were here. And then what happened? When did they say, you got to get the fuck out? Uh, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to go back home because they were like shutting down airports. Yeah. And I have a kid in Brazil. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was like, I cannot spend what I was thinking, like six months without seeing my kid. But then it became two years. Yeah. How long were you gone? I was there for two years. For two years. And uh, uh, they were closed for every visa, but green cards. And after a while, they started to open for tourism. But I have a work visa. Uh huh. So for two years, I wasn't able to come back. I was stuck in Brazil doing shows in Portuguese, working. Yeah. But you like, were doing your your club was still open then. Yeah, I closed my club at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh huh. Well, as soon as it reached Brazil, I was like, yeah, then. You know, we are going to have to shut down, like, with 25 employees paying every month. So, you're like, ah, that's not going to work. So, we, we shut down the, the club. So, just, you know, because I know, or I'll say, stand-up comedy is, is pretty new in Brazil. You kind of paved the way. It is pretty new. We started in 2004. 2003, 2004. Stand up the art form started in yeah. 2004 in Brazil. Yeah. Wow. Not a lot of English speakers in Brazil. So I think yeah. I mean, that's probably part of the reason why stand up didn't spread as much. You said Seinfeld mm-hmm. was like the first the taste of it. Yeah, that was the reference. When we went up on stage at the beginning, the way that we would explain to people what stand up was was oh, did you know the opening, like a Seinfeld episode that he goes on stage and he said, oh, yeah, this is what we are going to do right now. Wow. This is what we, uh, the way that we had to explain it. But the thing is, we didn't have access to stand-up. Because this is not an art form that you export, that you used to export to the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, we get music, we get movies, we get, I don't know, uh, even theater. But we don't get, like, stand-up before YouTube. Sure. Which, which was, the first, YouTube was born in 2005, so how could we watch stand-up? Yeah. That was no... And it's just tougher to translate, especially Seinfeld. It, it would be tough to translate to a different language. How come you get in the train but on the bus? Yes. Like yeah. in, in Brazil, it's like, well, we don't use any of those words. So yeah. We don't have buses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't have buses. Yeah, but it's difficult to translate. Yeah, Seinfeld is even to translate to this era, I think, also. you know. Sure. So it's like those things change a lot. And for us, it was at the beginning, it was difficult because we did we couldn't watch anything. We, there was no, nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. So what happened was, 2000 and, uh, in 1999, I 
came here to America to I got a scholarship to play basketball. Basketball. And yeah. where were you living? It's Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Wow. Which yeah. part? Of Lincoln. No, it wasn't a small city close to Wyoming. Oh. It was like a three thousand people uh, t- uh, wow. city. Okay. It was like a small city. And you're you're six seven? Is that right? Six 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 seven. Six yeah. six, six seven. I mean, that's not for basketball. That's yeah, no, not no, crazy. No, no. Were you what, so what the scholarship to play like at a college? Yes, NCAA Division two. Uh, and did you think at that moment that you could be in the NBA? <laughs> My friend, uh, yeah. Yeah. You you think. Yeah. You can think. But of course I was very far away from the NBA. When you went I wasn't to America, that good. I wasn't that good. Well, was it a shock when you got to America? You're like, oh fuck, people are really good here. People are very athletic here. Yeah. It's that's the difference. I wouldn't say crazy good, because you can see the foreigners. They're pretty good. That we have like, sure. like I don't know, like a hundred uh, foreigner basketball players. So I used to play with those. But like this guy, like jumping like above the rim and the, the <laughs> above that, the rim, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too much. That's that's something that it's America, you know. How did they find you? How did Nebraska find you in Brazil? <laughs> you know, uh, that's yeah, nobody ever asked me that. That's a good question. So, yeah, how can they find? I sent uh, VHS tapes <gasps> to I don't know like twelve colleges here in America. But I was like, I'm going to send to Division 2 because Division 1 is like, um, n- the next step is the NBA. I don't think I'm I'm that good. Yeah. So I sent to a few uh, Division 2 schools. And I did a little tour in America visiting those schools. Uh-huh. They have like a system that you can go to a school and spend two days with them. And they put you in a, in the, their dorms. It's a whole system that they have when they want to bring in a student. Yeah. You can stay for two days. It's the law. You cannot stay more. But you can visit the school. And I, pra- and I practiced with the team to see how, how good I was. So I had a few to choose. And I chose the one in the middle of the country. I was like, you know, I want to sp- learn English. I want to be like... Outside of all speaking, uh, Spanish-speaking people I really wanted to speak English, so that's why I chose Nebraska. What goes on the tape? Is it you playing b- basketball with others, or is it you like on a court by yourself? Yeah, me, me doing this with yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, me for thirty it's minutes. Like, so it's like it's <laughs> like game footage. Right? It's game footage and okay. me like like ju- just like uh, shooting and doing yeah. a few drills and yeah, wow. yeah. It just seems hard to assess anything. Like, yeah. I feel like I could put up a highlights reel. Just me from, like, the half-court shot and the one time I make it, like, backwards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I put some footage of me on, on the court, too. Yeah, so. that's good. But I was crazy because I, I, I couldn't speak English when I got here. And it was very difficult to get instructions on the court. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And also, I was 22 years old. Oh, you're a little older. I was older. There, here's the thing with the, the, the sports. If you are in college everywhere in the world, a clock starts to count and you have five years to play. Yeah. So the big problem was not basketball itself because I was doing pretty well. I, I, would, I would have a little bit of a college career here. I, I didn't play the whole four years, but I... I I told them that I never went to college, but I was already graduated. I was uh-huh. I was graduated in journalism. Oh, I couldn't say this to them. 
because if they found out that I was in college, the clock would start to count like five years prior, oh. and I wouldn't be able to play. So I gave them oh. my high school transcripts. They knew how old you were, though. They knew. They knew. But, but okay. just because you hadn't gone to college, they said, okay. Okay. Wow. I told them I'm from a third world country. I had to work for four years, five years. Oh, yeah. I wasn't able to go to school. They were like, oh, so that, that works. So that's... Is Brazil a third world country? Uh, Did yeah. you play I basketball think, I don't think we use those college? expressions anymore, but I, yeah, sure. it is. It's America poor, came up with that to label poor, others. It's a poor country. Did you, poor did you play basketball in college in Brazil? When no, journal, oh, there's no college oh, okay. basketball. Got it, got it. Outside of America, uh, sports are connected to clubs. Yeah. And teams more than school and high school. And there's no, the, there's not that big of a connection between sports and, and uh, learning. I got to say that feels correct. Yeah. The, the attachment between sports and learning feels strange. Yeah. I think it's strange when a college is just like, to beef up their football team, they let in someone yeah. that they wouldn't let another. It's just a strange mix of yeah. priorities. But also, but also, it's a good opportunity that a lot of people have to go to school. You know, absolutely, like getting scholarships that some people wouldn't sure. be able to, to pay for those schools. Yeah, but these schools, I, I think they, they, there's been a lot of lawsuits recently with the NCAA where these kids don't make money. Yeah, and the NCAA oh, yeah, is that's making insane, is making lots of money, insane piles of money. Of money yeah. So you know what they're doing right now? They are getting those athletes and treat them as influencers. Yeah. So business around yeah. the school, they give money to them to do like a post or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way they have to actually the give off. them money without paying them to play basketball. Sure, yeah. sure. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's very unfair. Like schools are getting like millions and millions of dollars and those athletes, they're getting hurt. Some of them are getting hurt like for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I think the one I read, if I have it correct, it was like someone sued because they were their likeness was used in a video game and they didn't get any money from this multi-multi. Yeah. And they're like, well, if you mix money with the sports, the athletes won't be in it for the love of the game. Yeah. And I go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck you're up, You're not coach. in it for the oh, you, yeah, love coach, of, you're not of getting coaching paid? or the love of teaching colleges. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> so you tell us. I don't know much anything about Brazil. What are the what are the downsides of Brazil? <laughs> the downsides, well, uh, it's a poor country. It's a very violent country. Okay, it's like uh, there's a lot of violence because. Is it tied to you drugs? Like is it tied around to, that? Like like you was that part of you your... do? It was not part of my. Uh, I was always a middle class kid. Mm. My father is a doctor, but being a doctor in Brazil doesn't mean that you have like money or anything else. He was working in a public hospital, so I was a middle class kid. I studied in a private, like the the lowest private school class, like the the, the first level of a private school. But I had a chance to. The fact that I was born in a country like Brazil, I think bring me like a perspective of the world that I really I really enjoy the fact that I was born there uh, it's a country with a lot of uh, nice people mm -hmm. people hug people kiss people are loving friendly let's talk about kiss because I talk about kissing like like who kisses do guys kiss each other hello kiss on the cheek we if I'm very good friends with you 
I kiss you in the cheek. Yeah. I can kiss you. In, I don't have to. Yeah. It's not something that you, every time you see someone. But it'd be fun if you had you to. You have to. You have to. You have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've never. Leave my house. You never. You have to. You didn't kiss me. My friend, <laughs> my friend Chris and I, we kiss. We're Italian. So it feels a little natural. Uh -huh. I don't think we've ever kissed. Uh, you never kissed my cheek. Well, I can start. I'm open to it. <laughs> okay. We'll try it. For the Patreon. Not every day, but like <laughs> when we're like, you know. When things are good or bad or. Yeah. I love, yeah, I really love kiss. I it. love a good kiss. I know. I, I, yeah. Do you kiss uh, your dad? I kiss my dad, yeah. A cheek or a, a lip peck? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no my no. dad and I would do a lip peck. Yeah, yeah I Italian. saw you talking on stage. Yeah, but like we, we do. I, I was just visiting him. It's you funny. still do? Oh, yeah. It's it's it feels so it's so natural to me. Like if I step back, okay, I can be like even you. I, I'm pretty sure it's not even natural in Italy. You think this, in Italy they'd be like? Ask some Italian people because I think that's something that your father told oh, you. Oh this no! Is if this an Italian me. said to me like, "Ew, what the <laughs> fuck is that? That's yeah. not Italian." I've been walking around saying, "I'm Italian." Yeah, yeah. and they're like, I "Make no. out with my father." It's Italian. <laughs> You're like, no. No, it's it's. Uh, I just saw him for Thanksgiving, and it's like it's it's more natural than. My mom's less physically intimate, so oh, yeah. like my mom and I, we probably do a peck on on the lips once once in a while. But it oh, it's not this. My dad, it's like, it's like you know, flows like. But water. do you kiss your friends? Uh, no, I would more. So I would more. I think there's like, I think uh, with guys, I'll do a peck on on the cheeks, and I's not even touching the cheek. Yeah, yeah. With women, I feel like it's a whole ball game of like I am. So so anxious to not make any woman feel uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, that's the that's, that's but I think crazy. if I didn't have that, I would do a lot more cheek kisses. I would never kiss a woman friend on the, if Tova saw me kiss any woman on the cheek, my girlfriend, uh. <laughs> I'd be in trouble. I'd oh, be yeah? in trouble. Head head kiss for sure. What is a head kiss? Head kiss. You know, like like Jessica, I've probably a hug and a kiss on the, the head. you you think your your girlfriend would be jealous? No, a head kiss would be okay. I just think she'd just be what like... What is a head kiss? Like, <laughs> come here, Russell. What's a, or, you, or you get head, or you get kissed. No, he's I saying, know. like, if you hug... If I, if and I was, like, hugging, I was like, mm, oh, love you, buddy. Like, oh, like that's bad. That, on the hair. No, I just, oh. like, I don't... I do that with probably... I probably do that with HR, a couple of females. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? I said I'm going to contact HR. Page, by the way, you're going to call Paige. Paige. Hey, we got uh, it on tape Paige. Uh, from hey, two different angles. <laughs> Finally, I was brought here I just was, for just this to make image. It, make him watch. Us. Oh, I'm getting twenty percent of this lawsuit. <laughs> um, uh, but we're kissing. Here is the the uh, the thing that is very uncomfortable for me here. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. The uncomfortability of what do I do if I see a woman or a guy? Because my my first instinct with when someone introduced me to a woman is always kiss her on the cheek. That's what we do on my state. We do three kisses. One, two, three. Now, are the lips in the air or are they touching the cheek? Uh, no, usually usually you don't put your mouth in their cheek. But if it happened, it wouldn't it be happened, like that. Ah. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you shake woman's hand like you're closing a deal. It's, mm, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, if I tried to, there's, you have to be pretty close with a woman to do a side, a side kiss cheek. Lindsay and I, I feel like we're friendly enough that we might do a hug with a kiss in the air. Uh. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, that's so. In in Brazil, you kiss on kiss on the cheek. You do three. And is it a oh, long my intro? State, we do three. Usually, we you do you do two, one, 
אין תשובה, זה מה שאתה עושה עם אומה. עם אדם שחג? אני לא רואה חגים פה. I don't see hugs. Again, I think like it changed, like I like I, hugs. I, yeah, I, I feel, we hug and uh, I think in general, I've had, I've had a, another male friend who was like, was shocked at how affectionate uh, our group of male friends from Uncle Function were. What'd they say? Well, they were just like, I, I thought you guys were doing a bit and how nice you are to each other. And like, like, <laughs> I like, like men being like, see oh men being nice God. to each other go like, like what's like, the joke? And like hugging and like, you know, like kissing, you know, like being like, you know, very affectionate in terms of like when, and they were like, I didn't realize, like they had never seen people be that. Uh, men we're also men. actors. Like my mom saw me, uh, this is pre-Tova, but there was a friend of, friend of ours Uh, I think I can say it because uh, uh. he was in Titanic. Uh, Ken was in Titanic. Oh, yeah. And uh, his wife, uh, we went to theater school together. Okay. We were four years of weird exercises yeah. and massaging and all things. And she saw me like uh, give her a hug. And my mom was like, are you to your fucking mind? What? Her husband was right there. Like it was just like a, it was just a real, oh it was just like a, a long, like, you know, hug. Are you, are you and, fucking and my mom was like you're gonna get killed you're gonna get shot by and I, I can and I was I was like no he's no we're, we're theater people we yeah. hug yeah. we need more physical but there's a thing with hugging especially I, I I don't host much anymore but like sometimes you hug when you see the uh, the host on stage you do a little hug yeah. but then but I know from like f- women's accounts that like you You know and any woman with like uh big boobs she she's she goes through the world and every guy seems to want to hug her and and so oh yes yes oh, I think I think sorry. and I think there's a degree I don't of want, like, I don't want I, I don't know because I don't have a big big boobs. big boobs mm-hmm. so maybe maybe yeah maybe that's every, every guy is just yeah? like oh that's so okay. weird the 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 principal hugged me and, yeah. and the priest hugged me and the rabbi hugged uh, me and okay. and so maybe I'm being unfair okay I don't know but there's a degree where it's just like I really I really have to see the body I, I don't really go for the hug unless they're really volunteering it women on stage all the time I mean speaking for women in this moment but but they I they'll notice that the the host will always put the hand on the back and As they come on stage mm. there's oh. just all sorts of things that some guys probably do it subconsciously and it's it's I just but it's tough because I do feel like we should live in a more physically intimate world in general yeah but it's men fuck it up yeah you Creepy think men so? fuck it up oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're given know, 10 kisses as they come on stage and they're like there's no culture that has 10 yeah <laughs> In um, my country we suck dicks like people are like oh, yeah. this is my country. this is Nigeria so so Brazil Brazil it's 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 poor you grew up in an okay home it's poor uh the thing with Brazil and a few other countries that there's there's the 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 difference between the poor and the rich is too big middle class we, yeah we do have a middle class but it's not that big. Uh, when the country is developing the middle class is growing we are living in a moment right now the left is again the uh, in, the, in power because uh-huh. we had this right-wing guy for four What's years his name? bolsonaro, bolsonaro. Uh-huh. and he was oh, yeah. yeah this just recently happened yeah I mean I, I tried it's so funny. I listen to so much news and I barely remember any of it but bolsonaro yeah He kept getting COVID. He wouldn't confirm if he was vaccinated oh, or not. Oh, he was coughing in his hand and shaking people, old people's hands. Yes. He was like, yeah. that was a whole thing. He was against the vaccine. He wasn't using masks. He was 
until the last day in power, uh, he was trying to convince people to use uh, chloroquine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He bought so much chloroquine. He was telling people to go and fucking work, just leave the house. And people are like, no, we can't. That's. Yeah. And then this guy who is now president, is president is the title? Yeah. He's now president. He was in jail yeah. for corruption briefly. Mm hmm. And uh, do you like this this guy? I like him. You like when he went to jail? Like were you him. like? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, it's it's difficult, but I I, I kind of like him. Yeah. Uh, we lived uh, our maybe a, our f a lot of like a few good years with this guy when he was our president. The whole corruption is not a creation. It really happened. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, in a in a country like Brazil. To run the country, you have to kind of play the game. I'm not excusing the fact that he was corrupt and he did much more than he should. Uh -huh. uh, I think the party stole a lot of money, and I completely agree with that. But he is a guy that I feel thinks about the people. Okay, it's yeah. not, Economically, I think we are going to suffer the next few years. Mm -hmm. Because I think he's going to spend a lot of money helping the helping helping the country to actually you know try to come back and the way they do it it's like giving money to the poor poor hands so it's not like a, yeah it's a kind of a weird way to do it but at the same time it's the only guy that we had that actually thought about the people and he wants yeah. to conserve the rainforest because that was a big Bolsonaro yes. thing. Bolsonaro yes. said burn it to the ground. Oh, the, one of the sec his secretaries was a guy like he was negotiating with the people burning the, the, the trees and the, the Amazon. Does the rainforest like is that something like oh I Dave, did you ever go to a couldn't, hiking spot of the rainforest? Couldn't care less. You couldn't care less. I couldn't. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, we have to preserve it. It just sounds like one of those things, like a bad guy would want to burn down. Do you know burn what I mean? Down like the rain. Where you're like, where you're like, you're yeah, you're like. It's almost I, I like a cartoonish thing. Yeah, you know? it's a it's a cartoonishly bad to be like rainforest burn down. I don't care, burn down. <laughs> yeah. Like it just sounds so like oh why you know like what yeah. why you know that seems like it's a bad idea. Do people take trips to the rainforest? Yeah, like, yeah. It's and beautiful. you never you never went to see like go, a, but that's a monkey. But they always I say don't like don't they, you want to see a monkey they, in the wild? Maybe, but they always say that. Uh, I think the thing I always hear about the rainforest is like there's could be. The, they've only explored like a one percent of what the you rainforest think the has. Ocean? I don't know. One no. percent of the rainforest? No, but there's like there's like a thing of like potential like medicine medicinal sure. things and and that could be discovered that they don't yes, know. Yes, and I feel like that that's what they always say about the rainforest. But that's me. I don't. I don't. I don't like to go to the beach. That's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I it's, so it's not. Is like, there a big carnival that happens in Brazil? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's like the, the carnival. one carnival. Yeah. The carnival. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, of New Orleans. I go to because the I way you ask me is like, is this is it like big like it is in New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one though. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So when does that happen there? It happened like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. What is, is it what the is same the time of year every year? Yeah, uh, okay. like February, March. And is the whole country involved? All stops. Yeah, we don't we don't work. All stops for how long? During four days. Four days. Four days. We don't work. The whole country. Yeah, that's fun. That's but, what we, we don't have stuff like that. No, here we where don't. The whole and country that, stops. That's where yeah. I was like yeah. when, when I went to Mardi Gras in New Orleans this last year. It's just one one real day where day? everything oh, stops. Okay. I mean, they do. It's a week of stuff happening, but. But in terms of like the whole city stopping, no one working yeah. except you're in the service industry. Um, I, I, but I was like, 
even one day where the whole city stops yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, holy well, shit, this is a more people should do it. Well, it's yes. like it's such a communal thing that is uh-huh. so like you get to see your neighbors, you get to see people, you get to connect. It's like it's so communal and it's crazy that more people don't yeah. more cities, countries, whatever. It's good to have a so, long yeah. holiday. Back to why Brazil is poor. No. Um, <laughs> well, taking no, a four day no, carnival no. vacation. Also, people <laughs> make, like, uh, New Orleans makes and a we shit have ton of money. And we have 35 carnivals during the year, so. Yeah, yeah but think about all the tourist money and stuff. People go yeah. to that to, yeah. to like, sure. to experience Real. it. You make a lot of money in tourists. Tourism. You're the one talking good things about Brazil. I'm the one cheating on Brazil. That's not fair. I'm gonna be murdered. When people well, no, I just have seen the things from it. It looks incredible. It, it is. Looks it's like beautiful. A, a, a it's a beautiful party. Yeah. Everybody gets involved. Even kids. We have like this little kids party where people dress as like, I don't know, Indians, and then and they dress as like a fa- wait. A I'm sorry, India. What do you mean Indians? Like Native yeah. Americans? You mean? No, native, not not Americans, but Native Brazilians. Native Brazilians, and they call them Indians. Yeah. In Brazil. Yeah. Wait, hold up. I, I have to learn. Wait, uh, native Brazilians. Yes. Why do they call them Indians? I thought the reason we that the term Indian here, was used was everyone because get it wrong. Christopher Columbus thought that this was India. Okay. And that's the reason we got rid of it because we said we can't you can't call people Indians for your mistake of their Native Americans. It's called Indians. Indians. What's their is is their culture similar at all to Native Americans and America? No, no, it's a little different. It's uh-huh. a little different. Less clothes. Less clothes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me show you some pictures. Please, yeah, show, 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 because uh, it's it's different. It's different. But but the way why yeah the India is the same story. They were searching for India and they arrived in Brazil. God damn, India was really hard for these people to find. They <laughs> found also, every other and also developed some technique of navigation. Yeah, Please, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I I do want to because uh. you are a Jew. And in Brazil, that's very rare. Uh, I wouldn't say it's rare. Compared to America. Oh, oh, compared yeah, to the yeah, Comedy oh, Cellar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let me show you the Brazilian Indians, okay? This is a Brazilian Indian. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is, this, is a, this is a family of Brazilian Indians. And do they have... It's one of these things. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm about to be offensive in a whole different Look country. I don't even know. This is Brazilian Indians. And do they have like protected parts of land in in Brazil the same yeah, way they in America? Have, we have that's reserves? also a discussion during Bolsonaro's regime. Mm. He was like, not into he being. Care less about didn't the seem Indians. like he would. Yeah. And we were trying to fight about like for their land and for the the ter- their territory. It's, yeah, that's a conversation. I mean, the same thing you guys have here. At least you have those preserved places. But you guys here have something that I think is crazy. That Indians cannot have, like, alcohol in the reserve. But they build cities. Are you talking about America? Yeah, in America. We, we have to call them Native American, I believe. Native American? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Call, you yeah. cannot call them Indians? Well, yeah, we don't, we don't. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. that's. I mean, it's cra- it's my it's bad. back. My no, no. bad. I don't know. I'm a foreigner. <laughs> that is true. You do get a pass. Yeah, yeah. But but I think like uh, back in uh, back in kindergarten. I mean, th- these are the Why kinds you of changes. Say it to Indian, I'm sorry. Because I I it, again I don't know the full, but I think it's a degree of that label was given by 
colonizers. Yeah. I mean, imagine it's someone showing it's, up, they, they, they mislabeled where they are, and now you are that thing on their I, mistake. I believe it's Native American indigenous people. like Indigenous people. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the pe- people who lived here first. Yeah. But I remember back in kindergarten, uh, what would we say to sit? We used to, the teacher would say oh, sit Indian, Indian style. style. I mean, that's what the teacher would say. And well, that one time, crossing one time, your legs. One time I said that when I was student teaching. Because I just hadn't thought about it. Oh. No one, no one had, no one had said, and the kids didn't know what I meant. Yeah, because because the, they've been, they now know. What you said so. I I <laughs> said to a group of kids, a group of kindergartners, I go, okay, can everyone sit down Indian style? <laughs> and and I automatically was like, oh, that's weird that I said. That. Like I'm thinking also. Mind you, I student taught like a long time ago. Let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Let's put that on the record. This is before the two. This is a couple months ago for this sure. Is, uh, but oh, I, I said, I said that. Days ago. I said, I said it, and the kids looked at me like, "What?" They had no idea. They never heard that phrase, which is great. But I, I didn't know the new phrase. I didn't know one. Had, no, no one in all the fucking education classes I took, no one ever said like, "Oh, and by the way, when you tell kids to sit, you, it's got." Gotta be crisscross applesauce yeah. now. And how um, do you say now instead of Indian style? Chris, you, you crisscross applesauce. But, but you also don't say. Uh, you also don't say uh. sit Native American style or Indigenous style because no. the whole point is that they they're human beings. They don't just sit this one particular we all way. Sit this way, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's, we it's didn't steal that. All of American history. Uh. I once talked about it on this podcast. Someone got mad at me uh. the way I talked about. It, but if you the, the, we have uh, glossed over. The fact that I believe it's eight million indigenous people were killed as as yeah. America expanded, uh-huh. and we glossed over it. And like, especially in schools, we're just especially. taught that that Thanksgiving happened and it was a fun meal. Yeah, and then like you get to high school and they're like, and we gave them blankets with diseases on purpose, on purpose to and kill Pocahontas them. Pocahontas yeah. was was a baby when she was given, not like a, a hot Disney princess no. of age. She was like 12. So like all yeah. our whole story has been, it has been insane the way that we've lied about it. And, and Americans got away with it because they didn't have any indigenous people in the classroom, uh, many classes to be like, Oh, what the fuck is that version of the story? Yeah. I mean, it, it would be like a cute version of the Holocaust where it, it would be like, as if the Holocaust was taught yeah. where they said, and then they went to camps and you know, they got to hang out with their friends and sleep yeah. in bunk beds. That's the and, way we learned in Brazil. Wasn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, sure. Yeah. I mean, Oh, but but what, what I understand there are there yeah there's the not sto- a lot of Jews in in but it's, but it's the same everywhere you know the story about Indians and the the way we learned and it's the same thing like yeah. in Brazil it's the same story we kill them we give uh, the Portuguese people would give them like mirrors for their lands and they would give them like uh, I don't know like a little things that they bring from Portugal like. I don't know, like a, like a, a necklace or an earring, yeah. And they would get like lands of in trees and amazing trees, and they were like fucking destroy the land. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I think there was one funny thing again. Who knows? You you begin to doubt your entire education if you really think about. It. But there was something about like there was a trade uh, for like Louisiana where they traded them them beads or whatever. Americans gave something for the land, mm-hmm. and the indigenous people like to themselves were like. What fools! You can't own land. Yeah, yeah. and then and then you know they were like, "We'll we'll show you." Well, what I live where I live. Means. Where I live um, in New York is really close to us. Is the site where they bought Manhattan? Like, and 
it's crazy. There's a plaque and it's like it was sold for literally on the thing. It says trinkets is one of the descriptions of things. Of yeah. Like, What's, however, what is trinkets? Just it, it, it couldn't mean less of a thing. It's like, oh, look at oh. like if you're at a fair and you're like, hey, well, yeah, look at those trinkets. A lot over of there. merch is like, trinkets. It's just like, a little it's just bracelet. Like, it, it, it's like, very, it's like a word of like something very like small. Like stuff. Uh, like, little, like, little. like stuff that d- has no value okay. to it. And so, uh, so it's just like this plaque that's there and you're like they bought bought all this land and then like in the description it says trinkets wow. among other things yeah. isn't it crazy that Louisiana still have the same value trinkets yeah you can buy Louisiana with trinkets <laughs> right now today 2020 did you have any kind of Jewish up did you have a bar mitzvah did you care no I didn't because my father is Jewish sure and, and my mom it's not mm-hmm. so I never get baptized uh, I was uh, around. Are you circumcised? I'm not circumcised. You're not circumcised, okay. so and that's standard in Brazil. It is not here. You're circumcised as soon as people get born, right? It's it's but pretty it's common. My dick looks amazing, even with a, isn't it crazy? It's I can unfortunately on podcast I cannot show you, but I uh, know I didn't. We don't. That's not something that. There's, you know that there's no medical explanation for a circumcision, right? Yes. Listen, I'm not, I'm not pro-circumcision other than the fact that I'm glad I'm circumcised, A, because I don't remember the procedure. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's easy to say that. Yeah. And B, I am more normal. It's been more normalized the way it looks. Yes. And I've never had a, a, a woman go like, where's your foreskin? Now, were you ever, <laughs> have you ever been, especially when you went to America, did you, were you ever with a woman who's like, ha, ah, what's that? No, that never. I, I don't think that would happen. That's very rude, John Marco. <laughs> That's very rude. Um, That's I, very rude. The first time so I, so you protect the Indians, you cannot protect my dick. Now. Listen, That's I it. think it would probably be better. I think the head's uh, oversensitive. I think that cover is meant to, to yes, be there. Yes, sir. I think without it, there's sometimes like ah, it's it's ticklish almost. Too much mm. sensitivity or sensibility. It's Sens- there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to, to do it. My dick cried. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just so, it's just sensitive. But I remember the first time I saw it in porn. Uh. That's the first time I saw an uncircumcised PS, and I thought it was like, when Ugh. my dick is erect, you cannot see the foreskin. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look the best when it's not in ready for action. But I think no dick looks good when it's not ready for action, unless you're in porn. Some of those dicks, they look good when they're not ready for action. But sure, I'm definitely a, a grower, not a shower. We've when are porn? Uh, I was. I we have a lot of say, porn in Brazil. I, I was going to oh, say. Yeah. I was going to say. You said when, but when are you seeing porn dicks when they're not erect? You know what no. I mean? <laughs> yeah, a lot <laughs> of like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. trouble getting it up. I'm sure yeah. there's yeah. some porn like takes them a while oh, to get yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Th- those this porn that now are made. They're not all penetration all the time. You can see mm. them actually, you know, a little bit of story. A little bit of know? story. I, I do like a little bit of story. I've always been a story. I need yeah. to know like how they're related. Before I told I you about that it. like really long one I watched that one time. It was uh, two women huh. and it was, I, it was amazing because I was like, this is going on for so long. Well, because first you, you're scrolling. Sure. You know, of course. you're scrolling and you're looking for certain things to be Been happening. There. And I was amazed because I scrolled and nothing oh. happened in 10 minutes. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I you, see what you're, you're doing. You're saying you're scrolling. I was scrolling in the video. In the video, 10 oh. minutes and nothing. You know, you're you're oh. popping in every minute to oh see like gosh. what's happening. And I, I was like, 
I could see that nothing, there was no porn in the, in <laughs> 10 minutes. I was like, okay, we're going to start from the beginning. We're going to watch this story because I was like, this is, this is so crazy to me that, and it was like a really deep story about like the, the one was like feeling differently about things and maybe they're going to end the relationship, but it was a lot of long conversations. Like, like sense and sensibility, yes. but it was bad. Like, but it was like, but it was shot really well. All of a sudden, you found out I'm watching Thelma and Louise. That's and not yeah. even yeah. porn. And it was like, uh, it probably was like an 18 minute video. And I want to say two minutes. You know, the they end have tabs. Porn. They have tabs now where it's like yes. blowjob, yes. doggy, yeah. uh-huh. reverse cowgirl. If they had like getting lunch, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> opening a present from a dear friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, not, you weren't raised very Jewish. But it must feel interesting as a comedian. Like there's this Jewish line of like comics, and you started comedy there. And yeah, yeah. No, I think I uh, my father is Jewish, and I kind of uh, got his sense of humor. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I like was self-deprecating a little. So I can see now the Jewish humor. I can actually. I've been listen. I've been hearing a lot about it, but now that I can see people going on stage, and that's now I can actually understand a little better, and I have a little bit of that. We have Jewish people in Brazil because a lot of Jewish people went to Argentina and Brazil during the war. Yeah, they left to Brazil. They got a little pieces of land here that they started to actually build something. So we have a, a population in São Paulo, which is the city that I have an apartment that I used to live, and I still have my kid lives there and stuff. But uh, to be here and see this community of like Jewish people doing comedy, it's amazing. It's great. So your your kids there and your wife your your married my ex-wife your ex-wife is with my kid yeah so i guess i'm interested about so i know so you were doing comedy things were blowing up in in brazil but then you started getting in some like trouble stuff with with people being mad about jokes yeah that's uh yeah what what was was what was was there one that was like the big one and then the floodgates opened was there rumblings uh, for a while i was testing the limits uh-huh can you imagine like uh you guys have been doing stand-up i don't know for the past 70 years yeah lenny bruce was fighting for freedom of speech i don't know in the yeah it would be like the 40s i think yeah 50, 50, and he would just go on stage 50, and he'd 50, say he'd say 60. fuck or that he'd say shit and they'd be like you're arrested yes yeah. and then gradually that became and then george carlin yes. did all those words and then that went to the supreme court so yes. like all that stuff gradually in the gradually 60s, in the 50s you guys are already talking about this so we started this new way of doing comedy in a country that we're used to characters and impersonators you know the type of comedy that you see like mexican tv channels televisa like those guys like dressing with wigs and costumes yeah what about in terms of cursing is it a sensitive country like can you say fuck on tv or their rules you can't say fuck on tv is it because of religion like is is religion like i feel like in america deep down Religion is the the roots of why I think it's we a have little bit things. of religion. It's just a little costume, like like costumes. Uh, I don't know how to say this in in English. It's like the moral, yeah. You know, moral uh-huh. is the way you build society. It's a very Christian country. Ca- is it Catholic? Catholic, Catholic yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evangelical. A lot of evangelical churches. Really? There. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
uh, more like music and like shows and uh, it's more than just the, the, the mass itself. Yeah. You know? Uh, the temple they have like huge temples and stuff yeah so i think that's a little bit of that and also i think that's the same everywhere you don't see that much cursing on tv anywhere you know sure it's all it's a i've always find it very frustrating especially uh as politics became so much entertainment there's a degree of whenever a politician curses people go hey he's talking honestly uh-huh. and like when Trump's video came out, I thought it was a really interesting time because he said the the potential president nominee said, grab him by the pussy. Uh-huh, yes. And so many news stations are quoting this big newsworthy thing and going, he said, grab them by the P word. And you're like, who is this for? Who is this for? Uh-huh. We're talking about the next leader of this country with nuclear weapons. Uh, uh, just say pussy. That's what he said. There was one, this one made me so mad. It was like uh, Ukraine when Russia first started their their invasion. There was some island where Russia, you know, messaged them, give over the island. And I guess the Ukrainians said, fuck you, or something along those lines. And instead, the newscast was like, and the Ukrainians sent them back a strongly worded message, and then Russia killed them all. And it's like, killing them all is, that's the dark, fucked up part. Just say fuck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I also could. I also understand. I don't want to see news shows where every every politician's like, "Well, fuck you. Well, fuck your mother." Then yeah, suck my. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, but and also they're showing people getting murdered and killed. They're showing and, it. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. showing that. Yeah, yeah. And in Brazil, you can see like you can during Carnival, you watch people. Naked, basically. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the breasts are out, they are dancing. Would they show that on TV or yeah. boobs? So boobs yeah. are okay. Yeah. No pussy, during, I imagine. I, w- I would say during carnival. During carnival. Not during the rest of the, the, the year. You know what's crazy? So it's a very sexualized country, but at the same time, you cannot say fuck on TV. So even more hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. You can see people naked in soap opera sometimes, but you cannot say fuck. Or people are suing me because of the jokes I'm saying. So, so that's that's drive me drove me crazy. Because you know, people are mad at me because of the jokes. I'm a comedian doing jokes on TV and I'm being canceled as fuck. And well, at the same time, I watch TV and people are naked, which I think is awesome. I'm not even criticizing. Yeah. I'm just like, don't have double standards, you know? Yeah. Now what, because obviously if people could sue uh, just based off a joke in their name, I mean, was it defamation you were defamation, being sued for? Defamation, like, well, oh, perjury, I don't know. There's Jay Leno could be sued by 10,000 people based on this, this, you know, he joked about every person under the sun. Yes. But so you what's... Can, you can sue. Here in America, you also can sue someone. Sure, but you lose. They're never going to win. Yeah, That's the difference. Wins. So why oh, did so they you win? Were, you're afraid of I, losing. No, I'm afraid of, I lost a lot of Oh, losses. you lost yeah. those lawsuits I there. lost a lot of money, bro. Wow. I lost real money. Bro. That well, is insane. What was the biggest The biggest one? Was it that it was a singer? Yeah, it, uh, there was, a, there was a, a singer on TV. Uh, uh-huh. She is like our... our I would say, or Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Okay, she's pretty, she's beautiful. There were things like shit. So it's this is this our Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. And she was pregnant, and uh, I was hosting a TV show. A TV show. It was a mix between like the, I don't know, like the the, the View and the Daily Show. 
okay, politics okay. with like people talking about the news. Yeah, that's and your wet dream. We would show stories and and then I would be one of the hosts yeah. or three hosts. And the guy, one of my friends asked me, oh, she's pregnant, but do you think she's, she, she's still hot, right? And I, <laughs> what I should have said was nothing, but I'm, very creative. I'm a creative person. Of so, course. So I said, she's so hot that I would fuck her and her baby mm. on TV. Yeah. Uh, and did they and laugh at that moment? Oh, they laughed at that moment. Everybody. Even Thank my God, colleagues. Because yeah, if you get silence from that one, you're just... <laughs> yeah. Because I, uh, I was doing that running joke all the time. Like, uh, I would fuck him. I would fuck, not with this word. Sure. But I would, like, I would grab... I, I was... Russell says that every time he sees a pregnant woman. I would say, I would <laughs> out of nowhere. Okay, okay. I would say this to everybody. But then that time was like, you know when you do like your scale, the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, she's yeah. pregnant, so I would fuck her and her baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't use the hiding. word fuck. It was more like we have this comer, which is like eat. Eat. It's eat it's a s- synonym. Eat with, like, but would I would I would I take that as eating pussy or no, just no. eat like eat is fuck? fuck. Eat, like, means fuck. eat is fuck, okay. but not as dirty. Kume is not as dirty as fude. Fude is fuck. Okay. Yeah. Kume is like have sex with. Uh huh. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not the same. And, Kume and is a little more. The joke. The joke is uh, The joke it's, is no no. You'd have to be acting in very bad faith to be like. He said he'd fuck the baby. Yeah. There's no way anyone... So, okay, so you said I it. don't have enough dick to do that. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had. Yeah. But don't I don't. Don't we all? Um, you know. And in the moment, are you like, great joke, you moved on. You didn't, did you give it a second thought in the moment? That's uh, the thing, uh, Joe Marco. I was always known by, by being this guy who always pushed limits and yeah. boundaries. I'm always testing and people like me because of that in my country you know Rafinha he doesn't care he just fuck whatever he says that's good we like him for that yeah and that was my role on that show sure I was that guy because when we used to do meetings and we would like read the script and someone would say like oh I don't know if I do that joke I would always say to them if you're not gonna do that joke Give it to me because it's good. Let me say it. If you're because people, what people would do is like they would like, like they would do it in the wrong way. They would change the jokes. It to wouldn't be it that worse. funny, yeah. but at the same time, you wouldn't be that offensive. I'm like, let me say exactly what is written because yeah. I want to say. So I was always uh, putting myself in in risk. Yeah. So when that happened, I thought, oh, we are a team, right? So we are gonna fight as a team. But then. It's something that happens everywhere, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, like, oh, I don't know this guy. Let's suspend him. And when they try to suspend me, I ask me, I resign from the show. Yeah. And then it became this huge thing. When it happened, were you were you freaking out? Or, I mean, you know, Lenny Bruce notably had a difficult, like, it, it, it probably destroyed him, all the things that he dealt with. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was going to jail. Were you, what were you, were you scared that you were going to go bankrupt? Were you scared? I mean. No, if I was scared of being bankrupt, I would apologize and just go back to the show. Sure, sure. I wasn't afraid. That's what, I, that's why you hurt. I, 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 I think it kind of hurt my career a little. Did your wife, you were married at the time? I was married at the Did time. She, what was her thoughts? Did she say, please apologize? <laughs> As 
when those things happen, Joe Marco, when you are in that situation, you are canceled. Because here, this is the thing. I'm just uh, telling a, a, a story that it looks fast and it looks like it's not that much of a big deal. If you think about Chappelle. Sure. Okay, Chappelle was canceled. Yeah, he was. But if you think about it, is our uh, mom in Nebraska really thinking about this whole controversial sure. situation? Sure, that's why I don't think Chappelle, I don't, I don't was, think canceled. Chappelle no. was canceled. No, he was. Some he, people so, were annoyed and they expressed yeah. it. Yeah. And that's it. It's all Hollywood bullshit, and that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with me, my show, I was a Jimmy Fallon guy. I would say I, I wouldn't say Jimmy Fallon exactly, but. I was doing this show that everybody was watching. It was an open TV, so yeah. it was really, really big. Yeah. So it was on every, every like website, but it happened in 2011. And this whole cancel culture wasn't even established. So sure. But nobody was think- on my side because everybody was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help him. I'm gonna. Fuck, I'm gonna kill my career. He's crazy. But yeah. things have happened. Like the, the problem. My problem with the term cancel culture is it's been. A, we, we were talking uh, yesterday on our, our amp show every Tuesday, forty five. We were talking with uh, Sheba Mason, who's Jackie Mason's daughter. You know Jackie Mason? No. I don't. He was like he was like a super famous Jewish comedian. Okay. Uh, did he basically he did Ed Sullivan? If I'm having the story correctly, okay. this back in the fifties or sixties. Uh, they the president Lyndon B Johnson needed to make a statement, so they were cutting his set short. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 what's the name of the show? I just forgot it. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan or, was or giving was, him some cue yeah. of like, and and uh, he's he's on live TV. Everyone's watching it, okay. and he's like making fun of Ed Sullivan being weird. And they thought that he gave Ed Sullivan the finger. Yeah, probably did. And it seems like it sounds like it was just it, it was, was grainy blurry, old footage, but, it, but they couldn't tell. But the next day they go. Uh, 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 Jackie Mason flipped off at Sullivan middle finger in the TV on all the papers and his career like fucking done and so there's a degree of like what do you mean that that was quote unquote cancel culture it was just it's more just when I think there should be a term for when the media suddenly focuses on one insular incident Uh and the consequences are insane uh huh and that sounds like what had happened. It happened whatever you want to call but it's it's happened since since the invention of the camera yeah 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 Uh, but you were... Did and you, also, I was live. So you're live, live yeah. TV, it's dangerous because yeah. of those little things. It's scary things. to be a yeah. comedian on live TV. And you want to be funny. I, sometimes we say stuff on the podcast that I go like, yeah. yes. And, and Russell's going to get in trouble for this one. He wasn't on... He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't uh, on the script, so it was all improvised. Yeah, you're, you're putting yourself in this dangerous place that can actually hurt your career. But at the same time, isn't it our, uh, our whole... Uh, business saying what we want to say for what sure. we think it's funny I, I don't know i don't think i was born for that environment you know some of people course. are some people play the game they don't want to be controversial i think hosting a show it requires a very specific type of person that if yes. you're at all nervous about that thing and i i, I think it's really hard to maintain that because at some point okay. you got to kind of like you're, you you turn into a host at some point. Let me tell you, know? you, there's two situations in which you are happy doing this. One, you're dumb. Uh-huh. You don't think about things, which I think is most... 
You don't think? You don't think a you lot don't, of, there's a lot of jobs? You don't in the world, suffer. Yeah. Oh, I said some shit. I apologize. I don't care. I'm not even thinking about cancel culture. I just want to keep doing what I do. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's nothing. There, there's no thought behind what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you're a psychopath. Yeah. That's the whole, two things, you know? Yes. I don't know who is a psychopath and who is dumb, but if you think too much, and that's what I think it was my problem. You're thinking too much. I wasn't suffering because I choose to do what I felt was real. Uh-huh. So that never put me in this depressive state. And when you ask me about my, my wife at the time, uh, she wanted me to be happy. Yeah. And my parents, my family, they wanted me to be, if I was happy and I was like, Telling them, this is not a big deal. They would breed, you know, because they knew I had money. It wouldn't be a problem. I wouldn't. I was born in a state where I wasn't get, getting any money. I moved to Sao Paulo. I kind of conquered the country with my comedy. So everything was okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. I lost everything at that point, I would already have built something. Sure. Yeah. You know, so it was much better than if I had done anything, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm killing in English. I haven't done anything. This is... This yeah. is next step English. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that's what I, f- I I decided not to suffer. But I have a lot of thinking behind this whole thing, and that that can lead you to problems. You know, when you wanna I don't know fight against the wave, when you wanna do, when you wanna be co- more controversial. If you just yeah. play the game, do it, and that's what they wanted me to do. They were like Rafi. Brazil, it's a happy country. Nobody cares. People like the underdog story. You had this whole thing that happened. Apologize. Go to your knees and ask the country to apologize. They will love you. Cry a little. Fuck it. And bro, it's a fake game, but I understand the people who plays it because you can lose a lot if you don't. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's it's hard though because... As like a as a rational human being, you're like, well, this is all bullshit. These apologies are crafted. Sometimes they're sorry. In this case, it's like it was just a riff. And I there's there's a degree where I'm like, I think most sensible people would be like, they go, ugh, yeah, gross, gross. But yeah. that would and that's it. I know. I know. Or you don't laugh. Especially when you have people on camera laughing with you, there's a degree of like, okay. Uh-huh. And it's, but instead you have the couple people who are like, how dare you, you pedophile. And it's like, yeah. why would we as a society oh. let those people lead the way when we all, we all know, I mean, not we all, but most of us know like, okay, that was, that was gross. People get your story and use for their own uh, narrative. I had people in a Congress for 10 minutes calling me a pedophile. And people are like, yeah, because he wants to use my case, which was like a a national wide case. Everybody knew about that case to bring attention to him. And I understand this process. That's why uh, when I see the fake apology, Jean-Marc, I completely agree. We all know it's fake. But if you don't play that game, that hurts you a lot. And that's what happened to me. I wouldn't do anything sure. different. I wouldn't do. But I know how much I lost. I lost movies. I lost series. I lost gigs. I lost private events, sponsors. Was it just like a flood in that oh, first week? Was yeah, it Was it brutal? Lot. Just emails of just like, oh, fuck. I was like, yeah, but at oh. the same time, John Mark, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
I had I had built something already. Yeah, I was happy with the fact that um, maybe I'm doing something that in the future people will look back and oh, this guy was brave, you know. And I think that people feel this now. I never lost too much audience, you know. Yeah. The real followers, people who are following me, I feel that I have a very engaged audience until today. They are really cheering for me here in the U.S. Sure, they want to know what I'm gonna get. I'm the I'm the guy. Who think just think about it, Joe? Sometimes I just uh, I'm talking about with my 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 wife. I sit down and I'm like, it's a dream for every comedian to be in the place that we are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing shows in big clubs, being a regular at the cellar. I, I think I'm the only South American doing this. In yeah. In. Uh, I wouldn't say in, 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 at the cellar. I have a lot, another another Chile, uh, Chilean friend. I have a Colombian friend. But we are a group of just a, yeah. like a five or six individuals. Yeah. yeah, This is huge. I'm conquering a new market and performing. Sometimes we take it for granted, my friend. Yeah, yeah We yeah. go up on stage after CK, after Chappelle. This is... And I am a guy, I was in Brazil a few years ago building a scene and I'm doing this. So I got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing, you know. I'm Real quick, did, did you have to go? No. Um, oh, you okay? I'm good now. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so just, lost ju just, to, just to, to go back to the downside of it, though, how much money do you think you lost from that joke alone? Oh, just, just for that joke? Or just from the lawsuit, how much did you have to pay? I paid... Uh, Three hundred thousand, mm. uh, with for like lawyer. my money, my money, three hundred thousand. But at, it's it's the same as me. But not dollar. What, what is the money there? Yeah, it's so it's like five dollars here. It's reais. What is it called? Real. real. It's called real. Ha, real. Ha, real. It's the same as like, you write real. Uh huh. One real is five dollars. Is five dollars. So it would be I don't know like uh, seventy thousand dollars. Uh huh. But think about it. That's a lot. Okay, but that's a lot, but we don't we don't translate money. If you're a lawyer in America and you get a hundred thousand a year, you are a lawyer in Brazil, you get a hundred thousand reais. You know, so it is actually if I was an American comedian, I would be paying three hundred thousand uh dollars. -huh. You know? Uh, sure. So it's not like it's it's the same as seventy thousand, you cannot translate money. It's difficult. So it's the same as you paying three hundred thousand dollars for a lawsuit. When you do comedy in Brazil now, do you do you not say certain things or is it just on TV? I or? don't care, my friend. You don't care. You I just go for it. I don't care. Have the laws changed at all? I mean, the, I guess the thing is like part of the reason in America would ever fly is because there's so much comedy here. Yeah. The courts would be filled with, yes. with yeah. lawsuits oh, every, yeah. every second. Oh, yeah. So in a way. And also you guys learn how to play the game. If you do the most outrageous joke about, I don't know, Biden today. Maybe next week he's doing the same joke at SNL. You guys kind of learn how to play this game. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You yeah. know that you lose a lot if you got if you fight against a comedian. People know the yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. So this is the thing. I think the girl lost much more than I did. Really? Yeah. Not money. Yeah. But you know, I I, I remember like. Two months after the lawsuit, she went to host uh, an MTV award shit. 
And when she stepped on stage, people started to cheer my name. <gasps> oh. And she started to cry. Oh, it was oh. horrible. Oh, was my hor- God. I didn't want this to happen. Was she that. still pregnant with a baby? No, she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't. She was oh, already. Wow. She she delivered. Is she, is she still a big star there? She's known. Yeah, she's she's very famous. She and, is very famous. And the baby's, a, still, the baby's still not of age. So <laughs> no comments about the baby. No but, comments about the baby. But... Uh, her her father is very famous in Brazil. He's like this country singer, one of the biggest ones that we have. So mm. the whole family... It's like a Miley Cyrus kind of situation. And she was married to this guy who used to own an advertisement company. And that guy would run uh, sponsorships in different TV channels. So that guy was very powerful. That, that was the problem. Oh. It was not her. It was the husband. Did they get divorced? The, they did like uh, six months ago. Wow. If you ever saw that guy, so I'm winning, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do a show with her someday. I saw a them one day. It was me, my wife, and my kid, and it was in this park, and there was her, him, and, and oh the baby. my god! In the in the roller. Coaster. Did you make eye contact? No, I didn't. No. I was like, nah. I'm not, I have nothing against the girl. I understand yeah, sure. what she's coming no, from. No, 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 yeah. It's I understand a, it's the whole pressure. She wasn't suing me. For sure. The guy was not, he was, he hated me. Of course he hated me. But it was more the pressure around him of his are peers. You gonna like, that, oh, are you going to let him gonna talk let that, that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that kind you know? of like toxic kind so of. So I kind of well. understand, you know. It's, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. So how old's your son now? He is 12. 12. And you've been... When did you first... And my wife was pregnant when I said that joke. Sure. You, my kid was born almost like the same time. So while I was having all this conversation about making jokes about a pregnant woman, my wife was pregnant. Yeah. And I knew that I could not hit the baby because I have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, That definitely... The, like pregnancy and jokes about pregnancy it's just very funny knocked up had funny jokes where uh uh remember seth rogan he thought he he was worried he was hitting the baby yeah but like it just combines two very disparate things in america which is like sex and then literally there's a baby there and so like just even joking about americans haven't even figured out you know they they can't even comprehend the whole the whole thing yeah but you know what's crazy i was doing the uh, similar jokes like me hitting the baby, I, I started to question myself. I don't want to. That's not the way I want to meet my baby. You know, yeah. that's not the first contact that, that yeah, I was yeah. doing this whole bit, like a long bit about it on stage. So that's like a huge difference between people paying to watch me on stage and people watching me doing that joke on open TV. Yeah. So that's why I think sometimes it's a little unfair for us club comedians to look at those guys who apologize and like, oh, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. It's a completely different ballgame that they're involved, involved, you know? Of course. For sure. I think I would struggle to, to, if I was with someone who was pregnant, I think uh, if they were like, if they were, no, no, to to have sex. To have sex? Mm. If it was like six or seven months, I think there would be a part of me being like, ooh, it's uh, it's right there. I can feel it kicking. (laughs) But in the belly. Yeah, but it's right there. And do you know that hormonally, some women, they get horny as fuck. Yeah. Some of them don't, which was my <laughs> wife's case. <laughs> which was my wife's case. I'm sorry, but, but some people just want to have sex and bro, got to do it. 
I think I've seen on porn sites where it's like they'll be like pregnant woman. I've never. Yeah, but like you're fucking another woman's. Um, I, uh, that's no, we, we've established again. You're not fucking the kid. <laughs> okay, I'm not fucking the kid, but all at the same time. I don't know if I would be comfortable having sex with a pregnant woman that is not pregnant from my baby. Mm. So okay, you, okay, as that, long as so wait, that's so, horrible. So wait, but then by that logic, it's like, well, it's okay if it's your baby because like that's more incesty. Yeah, the other is less incesty. Yeah, so say. maybe I am sick. Maybe, maybe, so maybe, maybe she has reasons wow, to wow, sue wow, me. Wow, wow. How has it been having a son? In in Brazil, it's while horrible. you pursue this it's here, it's horrible, my friend. It's horrible. When, I don't want to even talk about it because I cry. It's oh. horrible. It's not good at all. Because it's like, I uh, he doesn't actually. He's twelve now, so he understands a little better. But he wants his. He just wants his dad around. You know how? Yeah. Why? He even asked me, why? If you love me so much, why are you doing this? Oof. You know, it's difficult. He, he articulated it yeah, that that yeah. succinctly. Yeah, and I understand him. Yeah, because if I if it was my dad, I don't know if I would be that comfortable. Yeah. You know, now he's twelve. I have been doing this since two thousand and eighteen. I spent two years during the pandemic, which was actually a breath of fresh air in this process because I was like, I w but I go there a lot. I spend a lot of money with tickets. We see each other at least every, I don't know, 50 days. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, uh, and I'm like, he called me today at seven o'clock in the morning. I ask him with homework. I, I help him with homework. I talk to the therapist, to the doctor, to the school. I'm completely sure. 100% involved. I would say much more than a lot of parents who are actually around. Or maybe I'm just creating no, this no, no. for yeah. me to be comfortable. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the time difference? What's what's Brazil? Now, two, now it's uh, two hours. Two hours. Oh, oh two hours. It's not that bad. Oh, good. Bad. It was horrible in L.A., but now it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. even when I'm in L.A. Oh, and yeah. Tova's in New York or yeah, vice versa, hard. it is it is hard in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we're just not in the same space oh, to talk. It's horrible, yeah. Uh, does but it's he, difficult. It's difficult. I bring him. I, I want to. He's gonna come here at the end of December. He just, you know, the thing is, when you have a kid and you're a comedian, I it's just imagine. a professional. It's just. It's like you're a lawyer. You're an engineer. I th I don't think he gets it. Like uh, his dad is has a different type of business that he's yeah. involved. You know, he's well, used he, he hasn't it. been to America yet. Oh yeah, he, he has. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, and is it is it challenging? Is your ex wife like totally on board with this? She's I mean, completely on board. She's amazing. That's great. I mean, that's, that's what's great. amazing. amazing. That's great because she custody is, can be so difficult. She is amazing. She is great. She helps me a lot. Uh, she knows that she can count on me too. Uh, with anything, with money, with yeah. uh, sometimes she's having an argument with him. She it's too much for her she calls me and i call him and i talk to him because he respects me a lot so we have a very good uh, relationship uh, and we are very easygoing us both yeah you know and i think that's that's good that's good we, we don't stress out about mm. little things it would be difficult if she was this, you know, like this woman that worries about him, not like, you know, the clothes that he's wearing, the way that he's grabbing the, the, the utensils. That would be too much. But she's cool, and I am too, so it works. Do you, do you want your son to, maybe for college, like, do you see America as, as a, a better place to be? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My friend, uh, 
I was robbed at gunpoint five times in my life in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? No. A gun in your head, it's not a good feeling. I wouldn't say it's fun. Yeah. Each so, so how did so what was like, the worst one? What how did they do it? Oh. They it's 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 better I'm talking better about Brazil, but that happens. I'm not creating yeah, it, no, no, no. Yeah, it's the know, downside. Fucking yeah, it's the downside. Yeah. That's the name of the show. So uh one day I was leaving the car and the guy pointed a gun on my head and stole my car. One day my tire was like uh how do you say uh, when you have a hole in your tire? Uh, it was punctured. It was a yeah. flat tire. Yeah, flat tire. I got a flat tire. Cut your tires. And then I wanted to change your tire. The guy pointed a gun on me and stole uh, my, my my jacket and my, my 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 shoes. And did he, was it like from afar right to your head? The one, the first one, he was like on, on the car. Now in Brazil, it's, it's man, it's horrible. Like my ex... Uh, uh, my s- brother-in-law, brother-in-law is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. My ex-brother-in-law. Ex-brother-in-law. The brother of my ex-wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was in the middle of the traffic like a few months ago. And now what they do, they have like an iron glove that if you have your windows shut because nobody uh, uh, drives with their windows, windows open down, in the open. city. Yeah. The guys now are punching windows to steal like wallets and cell phones and fucking GPS. In the middle of traffic. In the middle of traffic. That happens a lot there. So it's dangerous. Are the cops just corrupt? Are they not present? Too much. I, w- I would say, yeah, there's, there is a little bit of corruption in the, in the police force. Uh, watch a movie called Police Squad. I'm going to send it to you, okay? okay? I'll watch it. Uh, it tells a little bit about how our police works. But uh, it's too much violence. It's too much crime. It's difficult to be on top, on top of everything. You know. Yeah. When you had the gun, did you? I would. I think I would piss my pants. You learn how to behave when you have a situation like that. I've seen like police officers going on TV to teach people what to do. What to do. Like one thing that they teach you a lot is like when you are in your car, have two wallets. One for you and one for the, the thief. Because if he wants to ask for your wallet, you give them like well, one with a few. You a have a couple things in there. So yeah, you know. A little bit of money there, you know, like a yeah. card or two that doesn't work, you know. It's like a wallet with yeah. Monopoly money in it. Yeah, and you're like, like, hey, like, please. No, this like is real. Three dollars <laughs> and expired cards. Yeah, yeah. expired yeah, yeah. cards. But uh, when, they, when they point a gun to your head, don't do any sudden movement. You know, don't, if he asks, oh, give me your phone. Don't just like go and grab your phone inside of a box or uh, the, the glove compartment. You know, just fucking tell them every move that you're doing because some of them are professionals. Some of them are fucking high as fuck and like use crack or something and they, they don't know what they're doing. So explain to them exactly what you're doing because you're going to be shot in the head. Yeah, I had a friend in Brazil that was shot in the neck, and the gun was then the 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 bullet was here for like two weeks, and he had to extract with surgery. Bro, it's it's hard, and I don't want my kid to be around that. So what you do in a city like São Paulo, you live in condominiums. Mm. So it's like it's a city inside of a city. When you're like middle class, so you feel protected, like big buildings with an area that you can uh-huh. you can play around. Yeah. I'm from a city in the south, and I w- when I was a teenager, we used to play soccer on the streets. That w- but you cannot do this anymore. 
You gotta, you know, and here, I see people, I have this, this bit that I say on stage, like, people say that New York is dangerous. Oh, you have to be careful. You yeah. have to, oh, be really careful because you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Man, I walk after the, 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 the show sometimes at three o'clock in the morning, I walk home. Yeah, of course. From the cellar yeah. to Murray Hill. I walk home. That's something. And sometimes I'm walking and I see a girl like checking her phone on a dark corner by herself. Yeah. And every time I see this, I think, I'm going to rob this bitch. <laughs> you know, just to teach her a lesson. <laughs> I'm robbing you today so you don't get killed tomorrow. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. When I There's a lot of other places in America that I feel less safe than in New York City. Oh yeah, there's so many people around. But in people New York. talk. There's people out there like I don't feel safe going to New York, and you're like, I was what? like, what are you? Are you there's always. About? I've never been outside my apartment and not seen forty people like doing. You know what I mean? And, like, not that, and to be fair, I've been scared in New York several times. Yes. I'd, I'd, oh, but I've, mainly, I've had I've had one friend mugged at knife point as opposed to my, every my, friend. My being scared in New York has, uh, uh, fortunately for me, all been fairly limited to the sub. Way. when you're trapped sure. in like a, a small space what's your place. what's your okay someone puts a gun to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm probably freeze what, you know what you do just Wait, just I, go to the game oh, give a little kiss, kiss the gun kiss <laughs> the edge of the gun um uh i my wife has a friend that uh i think i told you this story but before they were getting robbed it was a group of women getting robbed in in dc and her friend her instinct was to throw her phone and wallet and run. And so she threw it and ran, but none of her friends did. And so she went back and picked up her wallet and <laughs> oh. phone and rejoined them to oh, get mugged because she was thing. like, she was like, I, she felt bad about leaving them to get mugged alone. <laughs> and so she threw it. Now tell me the truth. Would you come back? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think I would have just kept running. Kept you running. Know, like, it, I mean, I don't think I would Nicole ran there. in the first place. Nicole's there. But, Your wife is oh, there. Oh, no. If Nicole's there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. But I'm saying, like, if I'm with a group of friends. <laughs> I'm going to go back so he would have um, run. Uh, but um, uh, yeah. it's hard to, to say. Uh, I We had another friend. Um, she, uh, her, uh, Nicole was telling me this, that she got robbed in Paris. And um, she oh, was really, fancy. she was that's really, good. that's a good memory. Blackout drunk at the time, though. And she just said no. Like, the guy. <laughs> Held up a knife and was like, "Give me your purse." And she's like, "No, fuck off!" And kept walking. And like, I do think that if you're you have a crazy response to getting mugged, sometimes it could work in your your. I had an yeah, behalf. Just chocolate. You know? You're like, like what? my old yeah. singing teacher. She said she would be in Europe at certain places, Europe opera late at night. And what she would do if like someone started stalking her as she went home late at night, she would start looking in like a glass window and go, oh, 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 oh. and she said, she said, pretend that you're crazy. Yeah. And they will leave a crazy person. Probably, oh, they probably don't alone. have money. You know, I, I the problem with me, I'd probably try to sing too good, so I'd yeah. like to see like some enchanted like, <laughs> oh, All right, put put a gun on me. Let me see you do it. Give me all your money. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. He probably would kill you. I don't think so. They don't want to kill you. They don't want to go to court. They, I'd say just I do it. I know, though. I'd say be, thank you. I'm the I'd off say, chance that they don't I'd care. say I've been waiting for you to come, buddy. And also, you're the worst thief ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Give me all of your money. Who is the thief who asked for like half? Give me half of your... You don't have to say all of your money. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Give me your money. Give, give, me, me, give me a reasonable give me amount of your money. money. 
What What did they say to you? Do it to me. What did act it? What did they? Passa tudo. It's like give me everything. Give me everything. Give me everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's, he's not. It sounds about. like it happens so much they could just go. You know the drill. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know what this is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's you know I want him to come here. I want him to have this comfortable life. I want him to go to school here. But the problem that I'm facing right now is because my wife, she wants to go back to Brazil. That's the that's sure. the big oh. issue. Yeah. Now she doesn't like New York. She's not comfortable here. She hates the winter. Oh, no. yeah, winter yeah. stuff. She got depressed during the winter. She has yeah. to take meds. Has she been mugged at gunpoint yet, though? I no, mean, she never lived in Brazil. Oh, oh, oh sure, sure. She never sure. lived in Brazil. She was born in Brazil. At four years old, she moved to Ecuador. She moved to. She lived in Ecuador until she was eighteen, and then she moved to America. So she doesn't know Brazil. And I tell her all the time, "You don't know." It's very complicated. She was, no, no, that's not a big thing. It's not at all. And then she was there. In the first week that she was in Brazil, she was scammed. She, the guy stole a lot of her money uh, with like this Uber Eats uh-huh. in Brazil. They, like she didn't get her food. No, the, no, no, no. The, the, the guy was like, there's a lot of scams in Brazil. A lot of scams. So this, this famous one is you ask for your food. And you pay, I don't know, suppose 50 bucks. And the guy comes up to you and he was like, oh, that was like $3 left that wasn't paid. So you have to pay some kind of a fee, $3. And then he gives you this machine that is all fucking like works in crazy different ways. And he makes you pass like $3,000. Dollars and he doesn't show you and he just leave and then you're oh fucking god and he had your food too like he worked for Uber Eats yeah wow yeah wow. because because he knew that she was waiting for him I wouldn't fall for that though you wouldn't of course you wouldn't yeah I know better than that yeah so she she yeah that's what I say to her I say I'll pay you're in cash two- three dollars I'll give it to you right now yeah that that could work yeah <laughs> um, all right let's go to our next segment this has got to stop this has got to stop is there anything that needs to stop Uh, People saying that Pepsi is better than Coke. (laughs) This got to stop. Do people say that? Yeah, a lot. I'm definitely a Coke guy. I'm a Coke guy. I'm much better. I'm a Coke guy. Coke Coke is way better. It is way better, right? Yeah. What's the difference? I don't know if I can put my finger on it. What what, What is it for you? I think Pepsi is like Coke with soap. You know, it I feels, feel, it feels, I don't, maybe it feels like sweeter. sweeter. If, yeah, sweeter. sweeter. That's it feels how I sweeter, feel. but in a fake way. Yes. Like in a, in a, like, ooh, I feel the sweeter. syrup in there. <laughs> yeah. Where Coke, I'm like, ooh, this is a little lighter and a little more refreshing. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a Coke. Fuck Pepsi. <laughs> Fuck Pepsi. There's a Coke in Brazil called, uh, not in Brazil, third world countries have this Coke Zero. Do you have? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We don't have that much Zero here. This is a third world country shit. We got Coke Light. We got Coke Light. We got all sorts of Coke. There was once there was a green Coke, like, and it was, oh. they tried to add like vitamins to it, oh. and it tasted bad. I always liked the taste of Diet Coke. Thank God. I didn't really like soda growing up, but Diet Coke. So I you like prefer the taste. the taste of the light than the northern the, the Yeah, normal Diet one? Coke. Uh, I can drink Coke now. I can even drink Pepsi now. But as a kid, I just like Diet Coke. Oh. And thank God, or I would have been a fucking mess. So yeah. they tried to put vitamins in Coke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They tried that for a second, I remember. Wow. They've tried all... They used to have a lot of the twists, 
like lemon, lime. They were okay. It was always a little bit too strong. Uh. But uh, what's your soda of choice? Um, well, I have. If I'm having a like a drink with my thing, I'll do Diet Coke with my whiskey. But uh, I, 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 if I had to pick a soda, I think it would be regular Coke. I Favorite do. Coke. I love regular. Coke. I drink uh, at least two bottles of vitamin water every day. Mm. I love it. I wish that we had this in Brazil. Vitamin. Vitamin. That's, that's the what flavor? Oh, anyone that is zero. Isn't there a lot of sugar in that? I feel like vitamin water was a thing where we all thought it was healthy, and then one day people were like, this isn't healthy. That's why it tastes so good. Anytime something tastes is good, it? yeah. Anytime something tastes good, it's Tova said fine, this is, Tova told me this is a very unhealthy relationship I have with food, but anytime something tastes good, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is bad for me. It's a view of an eating disorder. <laughs> yes. All right, our final segment. You better count your blessings. Um, uh, did we say blessings in the last episode? I don't know. Um, I'll do. I'll do my blessing first. Uh, I, I filmed uh, Corden, um, and uh, my friend Chris was there. Yeah, I probably you know, I talked about this more in therapy. Where I was like, Chris was my my girlfriend uh, uh, was with me. I headlined some shows in in Maryland. And she got to see my dad and stepfather separately went to my show mm -hmm. and just saw, and my brother, and just saw how they came out of this show, packed, good show, and how none of them said a word of uh, compliment to me. Just like, just like witnessed Bizarre. what it was like of just the dad being like, all right, we're going to head out. And, and my little brother, he came up, he's like, that one joke didn't work. And it was like, I was in the wrong, like, you know, he, I, I get it. He's a young, he's a 22-year-old uh, guy. But there's a degree of like, God damn, I, I, I don't have that in my family. My family, my mom, after the court and said, she was like, uh, I was like, I had to say, was it good? And she said, oh, yeah, I just, I had seen all those jokes before. Oh. And it was like. Oh my god! That's so sad. It's so Brutal. sad. I mean, it, it, what's very so very frustrating about it is I. So I was. It's, it's really hard to imagine going to see anything like it's like if if I was going to see someone in a croquet match. I don't know anything about croquet. Yeah, but at the end of it, if they won or if they at least finished, I would be like. Like if it was like a national thing that was, I'd be like, that's so cool that you blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like or be like, I saw people seem to really react you to you. Oh, you picked like, that hammer. I, would know I could never I have enough that. context clues to be able to like, like find a way to to give you something from that. And I know. said to you on the club, I'm so that's so amazing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I told you. Yeah. So I was. More loving than your father. And, and comedians struggle with it. I've been pushing myself more recently to be like, tell someone that they did good. Yes. Because uh, I think inside I have like an envy thing and I'm like, okay, you can feel that, but still say good. Oh, but, so you think it's an envy thing? I, no, I, I think like... No, it's and, okay to be envy. Uh, it's not, my, it's, dad, my dad might feel a certain kind of envy. My mom, and listen, my mom listened to this, so I will say my mom is very sweet, but I, I can totally just see that knowing the little I do about my mom's parents. Like... It's just not an effusive kind of thing. Yeah. I do think yeah. my mom's very proud of me and is, she is, really is. supportive. The day before, my mom drove me to four different spots yeah. in L.A. So she's she's great. But there is an element that when you do this kind of thing, you want effusive love and compliments because you're feeling vulnerable. Yeah. And Chris Caffaro, our friend, who I he was the one I brought backstage. Yeah. And he knows 
very uh, empathetically. He knows what his role is there, he and is, it's to be like, yeah. "You killed, you crushed, you." I'm so proud, just effusive, and uh, I was very thankful to have him. Uh, he just moved to L.A., so it worked out perfectly. But for him to do that, it was like, "You are, yeah, you are the buddy, yeah, to have." Yeah, he really is. Uh, what's your blessing? Um, mine's gonna sound shitty after what you just said. <laughs> My mother-in-law got us a a TV for Christmas. <laughs> this is a, and this it's is really not. It's like it's huge. It's 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 takes up the entire wall of our apartment, and I'm obsessed with it. It's huge. It's, it's huge. really that big. Well, yeah, I, I have mean, to see it. If it's in the, it's I'm 85 excited. inches. What? How much? 85 inches. What? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me. It's not hanging up. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> How many jump dicks? Eight. You got eight. Oh my god! <laughs> um, uh, um, so it's getting hung today on the wall. Oh, it's getting uh, hung. We we had to get it's it. Hung. We well, we had to hire a professional. It's like it's it's a hundred and twenty pound TV. What? Uh, but uh, so do you have room for that? Everyone says that. Because if you think about it, an 85-inch TV is the same as you putting your phone here. That's what I think. Just put your couch next to a small TV and no, you have a big TV. No, let me tell you, I, it's been on the floor this week and I, I'm obsessed with it. It feels like a movie theater. Okay. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm too close. It'll be higher, so it'll be like... But we the, basically, there was nothing on that wall anyways between the mirror and the bar. Yeah. So you're like, might as well fill it with a TV, you know? Nice. And so uh, it's really, oh, I'm, 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 I love it. Uh, I haven't really gotten to watch much on it. But um, yeah. It's so good. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you have a blessing to close this out? And I just want to thank my, my people, you know, who have been following me for a long time. And also, like, I'm building this... Uh, trying to build a kind of a following here in america this is yeah. what i'm doing right now like posting a little bit of clips and you know like and you have a different account at least on instagram I right do. you have I like do. the english account yeah. and the yeah. it's i i wish for for bilingual people or multiple language they had a way to where you could have those two accounts but put this only for the people who speak this language and this for the people who speak that language yeah i don't post my english stuff yeah in my brazilian account yeah because, you know what's crazy? This is the problem that I'm facing right now. I love my people. My people is very engaging to my content, okay? They always comment. They always like. They always share. And they, when they do that, they show to the algorithm that this is a Brazilian content. Yeah. And it doesn't help me. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah. They want to help me. And I cannot say, don't share this thing. Uh-huh. They 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 get on their feed on their feed in every social media, and by the time they get to my content, it becomes a Brazilian content. I have a problem that nobody else in the world has. Yeah, which is people engage with my content and kill the distribution. Yeah. So I'm having talks with the TikTok people, the Instagram people, the YouTube people. How can I actually build an audience here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm so thankful that they help me a lot. They're always involved and they wanna, uh, they wanna see me succeeding. And every time I do something that I consider it's like, it's a landmark. They always celebrate with me, and uh, and I have my family that also are following all this journey. And yeah, they are very, they are uh, like being very calm and helpful. 
And my kid also. If my yeah. kid start to cry and tell me, come back home, dad, I don't know what I would do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Would yeah. Be, that would be, my ex-wife and my kid, they help me a lot. And my wife that, you know, hates New York and is here with me. Yeah. That's how good I am at sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this is coming out December 20th. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Just please follow my Instagram at Rafi Comedy. That's it. Uh, uh, Russell, and do me a favor. When you do this plug, yeah. do it with pride. Okay. Follow my Instagram at Russell J. Daniels. And um, come check me out at the Dale Roth Theater doing Titanic eight shows a week for the masses. And go up to Russell after the show and say that you listen to the and downside. Say that you listen Let to the downside. Know. Yeah, I, I, I sent you. Th there was like some nice fan of the downside in the comments yeah. of the Seth Meyers thing, which was very, very nice. So when it comes to my face, they said, "Now that Russell's on Seth Meyers, leave the downside. Tremarco's holding you back." Did you see that? No. Oh yeah. I tried to delete it as soon as I could. Uh, guys, I'm going to be back in New York for a spell. I'm headlining in Jacksonville, Florida, December 29th and December 30th. Silver Lining is back. We're doing all sorts of shows uh, next year, almost twice a month. January 1st, Sesh Comedy Club. Uh, link will be in the bio. Uh, January 15th. And then the 15th, we have a Downside Live, 10 p.m. It's a late night show, but let's sell it out. We'll have good guests. I'm headlining in Austin, January 6th and 7th. And Magoobies near Baltimore, January 12th, 13th, and 14th. Um, uh, uh, thank you so much for being here, Rafi. It was a pleasure. Thank you for being here, Russell. And, um, uh, you know, uh, just when you get mugged, just just give them the, the money. Yeah. <laughs> just give, just them, the give money. them the money. All the money. Um, this is The Downside. One, two, three. Downside. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With Gianmarco Cerezi.